0: Hey guys,
1: this is Alicia and Katie, and this is episode
0: 30.
1: Oh, geez. <laughs> I think it's 28, isn't it? Maybe it I is 28. No, this is 29, because my 28 was the two parts that I was
0: doing. Yeah.
1: Hey, we were in the in a good ballpark
0: we were, you know, give or take two.
1: <laughs> it's better yeah. than when we were on episode four and we're like, um, what episode is this? <laughs> <laughs> so, guys,
0: we have big news. Like I said last week, we can finally say it on here. Because we now have now told all of our close friends and family. So, we get to tell our podcast family. I am moving back to Nebraska. Yay! And at least for the summer, probably until September. At the earliest,
1: we will be in the same city. I am excited as hell. It's going to be so yes. much fun.
0: So probably have more content because we'll be in the same place. and It won't be as hard. We will be able to record together.
1: In person, OMG. I'm so excited. Which we don't know how to do that yet, but we're going to figure it out. <laughs> Yay, more learning curves.
0: <laughs> yes. But cheers, cheers to that. Cheers to, heck yeah, for everybody. I'm not going to be here this summer. I don't know when none of this out, but. Soon, um, next week actually. Oh my god, that's soon, soon.
1: I know I I'm very excited, so. but I'm also super sentimental about my daughter going into middle school.
0: Are they doing like a big ceremony for?
1: Her? Not a graduation, but they'll do a little ceremony um, at the elementary school. So they'll line up and get like their little certificate that they finish elementary school and then the rest of the students in the building will line up down the hallways and the fifth graders will have like their final walk out as they're high-fiving all of the students and teachers and stuff and parents get to come for it so, so middle sixth grade
0: now
1: six seven eight was seventh yeah yeah so was mine but um, that's weird. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what did you
1: say?
0: I don't know if you saw You guys can hear. My son just got out of the bathtub him and my husband are her killing, screaming on the call, Striker, <laughs> That's funny.
1: <laughs>
0: That's funny. But anyway, so this oh. week, I was actually listening to Wine and Crime, um, and I think it was mm-hmm. either one or two episodes of Wisconsin Crimes. I haven't done that state yet, so let me do Wisconsin. yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, quick, before you get started, I wanted to give my good friend Dina Morales a shout out. Um, she messaged me on Facebook. I went to high school with her and haven't seen her in, oh my gosh, a long, long time. It's probably been at least nine years. That makes me feel really old. But. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't seen her in a while, and she gave us a five star rating on Spotify. So, and then she messaged me and said that we are now a five star rated podcast. Whoop whoop, whoop whoop, I
0: was like, if "You guys have not I can't even see that, any of that just because." Do it.
1: Yeah, I can't even see that. I don't know if it's just I don't know how to work Spotify, or if it's because I'm a moderator for our page on there, but I can't see anything except for that it's five stars. So, like on iTunes, you can click on it and see. Yeah. Yeah. But so that was exciting. So shout out to Nina. Thanks for listening. My son just came in. Say hello. Yeah. Hi streaker. And hi big yeah. streaker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she said.
1: What does that onesie say?
0: Um I don't know so, not a- them. that says I'm not allowed to date. It's it one of those ladies old ones.
1: Neither of you two can date.
0: Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. <laughs> Love
1: you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, right, bye. <laughs> that was a whole lot of slobber from my child. He, he kisses like this.
1: Just oh, it's way better than the open mouth kisses from Jordan. He he does really good about that, but then now that his all of his painful teeth are coming in, he wants to bite at the end of it. Oh. Mm-hmm.
0: I almost gave up. Oh, what day was it? I think it was Sunday. Lainey bit me three times in one session, and... Like, I, I know she wasn't done nursing, but I put her down for bed, and I was like, we're done. We're yeah. done. I can't do this. So I'm she was pretty thankful
1: up. that with Jordan having all of his teeth that are coming in, he hasn't. Like, he bit me once early on, and that was it. He hasn't bit at all since.
0: Well, I kind of don't come at me, people. I kind of yelled at her. I was like, stop biting me. Oh, I
1: popped him on the mouth when he bit me that one time and hasn't bit me since.
0: Oh, what?
1: Thank Must goodness. He has a lot of teeth. So if he starts to bite. Yeah, she has two end. so far.
0: <laughs> but they hurt. Oh, oh yeah. God, this carbonation is getting to me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, wow, dang. Can you tell I don't drink carbonated drinks very often?
1: Yeah, and you need to offset it with some water. I have water. I do one sip of seltzer, two sips of water, one sip of seltzer, one chug of seltzer,
0: one can of <laughs> seltzer, and then. <it's> <laughs> yeah, I'm probably only going to have one seltzer tomorrow. But, <laughs> all right, so I did Wisconsin. Have you heard of Bambi in Wisconsin? mm So in 1981 is where this is going to take place. But uh, her name is Lawrence Bembenek. And she goes, according to the media, by Bambi, and I'll explain that later. But I'm just going to call her Bambi because her whole name is way too long. <laughs> <laughs> so Bambi was born August 15th, 1958, and she was the youngest in a family of three girls. Her mother and father were Joseph and Virginia Virginia, Virginia Bambinic. Um, her father, Joseph, was part of the Milwaukee Police Department. And then after he retired from the force, he became a carpenter. So she was raised Catholic and went to St. Mary's Academy and then later transferred to Bayview High School and graduated in 1976. And then she went and got her fashion merchandise associate's degree from Bryant Stratton College in Virginia Beach, Virginia. What did she go to school for? (laughs) I was waiting to see if you caught that. Fashion merchandising. I don't even what know. What is this? Rachel Green? Yeah, pretty much. No, not at all. <laughs> so that's the only person that I've ever known to get that degree. Oh, I've never, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, apparently. I, well, I know fashion design is. I didn't know fashion merchandising was. Yeah. So I'm that's not not sure made that sounds up. It very well could be. Um, so following college, she worked retail jobs and then had a brief career as a model. Where she appeared that as. A what? No, it's not <laughs> <when we did. laughs> Oh my God.
1: I could quote like anything from friends at any time.
0: And then she had a brief career as a model where she appeared as Miss March in the 1970 issue of Joseph Schlitz Brewing Company's calendar.
1: What kind of company is that?
0: It's a brewing company, so like a beer company.
1: Oh, okay, okay,
0: okay. So she was a beer girl? Hell yeah! <laughs> um, and then in March of 1980, she joined the police department as a trainee, so the same place that her dad was,
1: as nice. a police Looks officer. Neat.
0: And she became best friends with a woman named Judy Zess, and at a concert in 1980, Bambi was arrested for smoking marijuana. Oh, jeez. But it turns out her new best friend, Zess, may have been the one who reported the incident. Uh, Turns out that she wasn't actually smoking pot. (laughs) uh, What? That was a false report. So it begins. Yeah. So Bambi then went on to graduate in 1980 from the police academy following her father's footsteps. And then she was assigned to the Southside 2nd District in Milwaukee. The South Side, eh? I guess so. I don't know if that's good or bad there, but (laughs) that's where she was at. All righty. But then she was later fired from the department. For smoking weed? (laughs) It was for a minor offense, but I couldn't find what the minor offense was. Um, But she talked about how the Academy, um, many women were not treated the way that they should have been, and they were hazed more than the men were. And then punished a lot harsher for minor offenses. So that might sounds about right. That
1: sounds about right though.
0: And after she was fired, she was found she found inappropriate photos of who would then become her future husband and other police officers doing lewd acts. And she turned them over to the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission arguing oh, she was fired for something minor while these photos showed colleagues doing much worse things without any kind of punishment. Shit, okay. <laughs> Change real fast, okay. Yes, but then nothing was done about it, so she filed a discrimination report and then still nothing happened.
1: Dude, that's really ballsy of her, though.
0: Yeah, especially since her father was on the force before that. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he wasn't, like, No, just take your slap on the wrist and leave. Yeah, for sure. So she continued on after being fired to work as a waitress. And this is when she met her soon-to-be husband, who was a 13-year vet of the force, Fred Schultz. And he had two sons and was divorced from Christine Schultz. What? (laughs) Shut up. Not the Christine Schultz, but same name. Gosh, that I was, was like, so funny. <laughs> they do not ever talk about this in the podcast. Shut your mouth. <laughs> no. Her, her husband's last name is uh, Lampinelli. Ah, yeah, Blaze okay. Lampinelli. Because her aunt or whatever through his side is Lisa Lampanelli, the comedian. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was funny. You I got, got that. <laughs> So he had two sons and was divorced from Christine Schultz. And then, for the timeline's sake of the story, they were divorced in November of 1980. Okay. Bambi and Fred Schultz then went on to get married in January of 1981. Jesus. So, only two months after their his divorce prior was final. So, when Holy the two cow. got married, Bambi was working as a personal trainer. And the couple was then living with... The same friend that turned her in for smoking pot and her boyfriend. Yeah, Zess and then her boyfriend, Thomas Gartner. I don't know how to say that. G-A-E-R-T-N-E-R. Gaertner. Geert- I, I don't know, whatever. Dude, this uh, girl
1: has lived some lives. She was a model and then she was this fashion something and a cop, a yeah. waitress.
0: She's a little bit of everything. Yeah. Jack of all trades, I guess. And she never used her degree. (laughs) She's racking up that debt. Why not? Right. Well, it was only an associate, so it probably wasn't that much back then, but it's enough. Um, So Bambi then later got a job as campus security at Marquette University in Milwaukee. And this sounds familiar. I don't know why. Marquette University. Like Mm -hmm. it was in something else. I don't know what else it was, though. Um, In 1981, November of 1981, so 11 months after the marriage, uh, Bambi and Schultz were technically remarried because a judge ruled that the couple's marriage was invalid because Schultz did not wait at least six months after the divorce was finalized from Christine to remarry Bambi.
1: Oh, gosh. (laughs) They didn't read the fine
0: print, huh? No. So as far as I know, Bambi and Christine had no relationship, good or bad, that I saw. Like, they didn't talk or anything. Yeah. But... In May of 1981, Christine was shot at 2.15 a.m. in her Milwaukee home. She had been shot by a 38 caliber pistol, point-blank range, once straight through her heart. Oh, geez. Yep. So Christine had been blindfolded and gagged with her hands tied with rope in front of her. And her sons were also found face down on her bed bleeding. They were seven- And 11. They didn't Ooh. die. They didn't die. I'm well, okay. So Sean, the 11 year old, saw the assailant and said that he was a masked male wearing a green army jacket and black shoes and had a uh, long reddish colored ponytail. So Bambi was known to have long blonde hair and weighed about 140 and was about 5'10". So a decent size. She was pretty mm-hmm. tall. I'm 5'7". So. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a pretty tall woman. So at the time of the murder, Fred said he was investigating a burglary with his partner. But then years later, he actually admitted that he was drinking at a bar with a friend. Uh. So he lied where he was about. So at that time, they just took his word for it, though. They didn't investigate any further. Due- they of just- course. The friend gave him an alibi. So suspicions turned to Bambi. However, because she did not have an alibi, she was actually at home. Um, it would later be found that the 38 revolver used in the murder was Fred Schultz's off-duty gun. Oh shit. And Bambi would have had access to this gun at the time, being home alone without an alibi. Uh-oh. So, on June 24th of 1981, Bambi was arrested, and it was also found that she had made a copy of the oldest son's key to Christine's house without her son's permission. Of course.
1: Okay. Well, too many red flags there, homegirl. So,
0: what's your theory right now? Who did it?
1: I don't know. I kind of want to say, well, obviously, everything's pointing at that Bambi did it, but I bet it was probably the ex-husband final answer yeah he probably was trying to frame bambi because he wanted to be rid of both of his ladies okay or it was thus zest girl since she's already turned her in for something that wasn't true i don't know if i said that right yeah you did no
0: okay so, we see
1: if <gasps> theory is true. Well, because this Girl wants to be with that ex-husband of the other two ladies. Ooh. Now my wheels are spinning. I think I'm on a <laughs> <to> that.
0: <laughs> so, previously, Fred Schultz has been arrested in another case where they were out of their jurisdiction when a Glendale officer, George Sasson, had arrested a suspect in a bar... Uh, while he was off duty, when Schultz mistook him as the suspect, when he turned around towards them holding a gun, Schultz then shot him to death.
1: Oh,
0: damn. But he was then later exonerated, which, how? I don't... Murder's murder, like... hmm How did you not know that the guy was an officer and the guy that was arrested... Was the suspect. Like...
1: You think someone was wearing different clothing.
0: Well, he was an off-duty officer.
1: But he still would have... I feel like cops normally have some type of stance or... You can just tell when one is a cop and one is not a cop.
0: Right. Especially because, like, he probably would have been holding his gun. Not, like, all janky, but, like, how they normally like- do. Professional, yeah. Like he yeah. had some training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not like a gangster, like I just did on our Zoom call. <laughs> Do with that what you will, people. If you, you need a, imagination.
1: <laughs> if you need some frames of reference.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. The nickname Bambi was actually generated during the trial by the press. And it was said that Bambinic did not actually like the name, which is also part of why I'm using it because you'll see. (laughs) (laughs) During the trial, it was brought up that Bambi had said multiple times that she wanted Christine dead and even offered to pay someone to kill her. So her husband no longer had to pay her alimony because Bambi liked expensive things. (laughs) Okay then (laughs) So the gun used to kill Christine Was her husband's off-duty revolver Which was found to have Christine's blood on it During ballistics So She is the only one That was found to have a motive to kill her On the murder scene There were also two found Which matched a wig Bandy's apartment plumbing so she tried to like flush it, which why would you? Why would you flush a wig? What? I feel like I have heard that in a
1: couple of crime, yes. true crime, episodes and shows and whatnot. Like why would you try and flush anything down the toilet? Yes. Why would you? Like do- you can't even. You're not even supposed to flush like feminine products. So why would you try and flush a wig? Right. That is just gonna
0: clog everything up.
1: That is not eco friendly, homegirl.
0: And then people are going to be like, what the hell are you doing in there? Like, you <laughs> and everything. And then they're going to find it anyway. Like, just burn that shit. And she was a cop? Yeah. <laughs> Former cop. Not a good one. Hence um, maybe why she was fired. Yep. yep. God, she's so Maybe deaf. that's why she's
1: had so many jobs in her life. Because she just can't find the one she's good at.
0: <laughs> None of them. None of them she's good at. (laughs) So, the employee where the wig was purchased was a small boutique. Also testified that Bambi was the one that came in to purchase it. So, furthermore, um, Bambi owned a green tracksuit similar to the one that the son had stated the assailant was wearing. And then just one more piece of damning evidence to close it. Bambi owned clothes exactly like the ones on uh, uh, a clothesline exactly like the ones um, that was used on Christine to tie her up. Yes. So So, everything uh, is pointing to her. Yes, exactly. I mean, she couldn't have made it more clear that hello, I did it.
1: She just wanted them to pursue her a little bit, I guess.
0: Who knows? (laughs) She was not a great cop, obviously.
1: Well, she was a model, so she must have liked attention at some point in her life.
0: And her degree was fashion. So, like... So,
1: she was like a diva.
0: Yes, for sure. So, on March 9th, 1982, Bambi was found guilty of first-degree murder and and sentenced to life in prison. I'm going to butcher the name of this institution. She was imprisoned at the... Tachita? Tachida, Tachida. Let's go with that. Correctional Institution in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Fond du Lac? It's F-O-N-D space D-U space L-A-K-A L-A-C. Fond I think I don't know. Don't come at me, people. Sounds great to me. <laughs> but... The story doesn't end there. Uh oh. So should on... become a prison model. No. Oh. <laughs> on June,
1: what would you model in prison? Um, homemade shit. <laughs> like inmates make bags? all. Inmates make all kinds of crazy stuff.
0: Well, I know they have like prison food, but like shanks and what would what would they model in there maybe she
1: got a guard to fall in love with her and brought her some type of lingerie and shit
0: i don't know <laughs> oh my god
1: <laughs> she okay. seemed very conniving
0: so she probably did get a prison guard to get her plenty of shit she didn't deserve true true especially since she wanted the ex-wife dead because he didn't she didn't want him to pay any more al- alimony yeah
1: that's redonkulous.
0: So, on June 28, 1983, Bambinic ben filed for divorce from Schultz. This resulted from a letter that Schultz wrote to Bambi saying he wanted to end their marriage and that he was living with a 19-year-old.
1: What the hell?
0: Yeah. <laughs> what a creep. How old were they at this time? Um, late 30s, early 40s. Ew. At least she was. I don't know if he was older. Ew. Mm. You know. Yeah. So they were granted the divorce on June 19, 1984. And Schultz originally thought his wife was innocent, but then later changed his statement, saying she is guilty as sin. Which she is. Yeah. But still, he also left his gun at home just free to use
1: and not locked up or anything no or she knew the
0: combination or knew where the keys were or whatever
1: but if he if she has been vocal about hiring someone or doing it herself you'd think that whoever else is living with her would take more precautions to keep guns away from her I guess
0: yeah especially since she was fired from the academy for who knows what yeah don't know. But yeah.
1: Regardless. That's
0: very so, Bambi later tried to say that Zess and Fred uh Freddy Hornberger Hornberger were the ones that murdered Christine. Um, they were questioned, but nothing came of it. Hornberger <laughs> I can't say that name without laughing. <laughs> Hornberger Denied any involvement in the situation until he died by suicide in November 1991 after a robbery and hostage situation, which he had been involved in. Oh, geez. So, he was known to be violent, so he could have done it.
1: So, this was like a group effort to kill this girl?
0: No, it was all Bambi.
1: Was it? Oh, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Bambi filed three unsuccessful appeals, and on July fifteenth, 1990... She escaped out of the laundry room prison and was picked up by a guy named Googlyetti. <laughs> what is up with
1: everybody's name? Yo, people in Wisconsin are a little interesting.
0: Googly so, Googlietti. Like googly eyes. Googlietti. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Oh, all right. So, speaking of. I taught Lincoln to say no bueno today, but it's yeah? sounds like, no bueno, way, no bueno. Way, no. <laughs> There's no B. No bueno. He'll get there. He'll get there. That's it was funny. so funny. Okay, so they were seen two days later in his truck in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. I did not pick the greatest story for me. <laughs> I mean, I did, but not for my pronunciation. Oh, that's funny. So, the truck was then later found abandoned in a Target parking lot. They fled Good old Target to, Day, huh? Oh, yeah, Target. They fled to Thunder Bay, Ontario, Canada. And the press then came up with the slogan for her as Run, Baby, Run. <laughs> that seems fitting. <laughs> right? So, on the run, she went as Jennifer Gazana. Jennifer Gazana, and worked as a fitness instructor. So we're adding another genre to the working resume. history here. <laughs> um, they were then arrested on October 17, 1990, after a tourist saw them on America's Most Wanted and called them in. Oh, we're mm-hmm. at on the list where
1: they on America's Most Wanted, do you know?
0: I don't know. I didn't look that up. Mm. But I think they only show, like, the top 10, don't they?
1: Usually. That's why – I mean, I know that there's a couple that I have done, like, really early on, but they were, like, in in the hundreds.
0: Well, I think to be on TV, it's the top 10. Mm-hmm. So if they saw them on there, then it was probably in the top 10. And I would assume yeah. the top 10 since they escaped from prison, so they would be considered um, – High risk. High risk, or what's the other word? Um and dangerous,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so they would be on there for that. Since she killed somebody with a pistol, so rather than risk a second conviction, Bambi voluntarily returned to the U.S. on April 22nd nine hundred and ninety-one. Canada actually showed her mercy and helped her get the right to a new trial. Aren't if- usually Canadians usually
1: a lot more intense with their regulations? I don't know about that. Like, uh, my friend Kylie, her dad isn't allowed in Canada for some shit he did, like, when he was 19 or 20, I think. And it was, like, very minimal.
0: Hmm. I don't know. That's interesting. Uh, so, Canada showed her mercy and helped her get the right to a new trial, where she was then convicted of second-degree murder and 20 years in prison. Which she was able to uh, commute to time served, so she was released from custody three hours after her hearing. Having oh my lord, only served a little over ten years of her sentence. Oh but my lord,
1: I don't even know how with
0: this, escaping. Oh my gosh, yeah, I don't know how that works with time served because if you were sentenced to twenty years and you only served a little over ten, don't you still have ten left? But. Usually, you get time off for good behavior,
1: and then even if you serve 20, you only usually, you only have to serve, like, half of it, at least.
0: How is that? So, shouldn't we be doubling sentences so they actually, like, do their whole sentence?
1: Yeah, I get really annoyed when I hear situations, like, this is what they could, like, potentially face, like, their max, but legally, you can only actually be sentenced to so so many, like, so you guys are like overlapping people's sentences like that makes no sense
0: yeah they can do them consecutively My nose is this so yeah i don't get that so after prison she wrote a book called woman on trial and she was later arrested for Again. marijuana possession <laughs> for real this time for real this time <laughs> And she later filed for bankruptcy. Uh, she also had Hep C and other health problems on top of being an admitted alcoholic.
1: Oh, geez!
0: This so later her all kinds of trouble.
1: So her multiple, well, I should say, various um, employment places didn't help her become a millionaire.
0: Oh no, no. Oh, mm. crazy how she, that worked. She's not getting a pension because. <laughs> She got fired,
1: So And she's not getting that extra alimony money.
0: Right. Well, <laughs> she might be. She well, I don't know how that works. If you kill the ex-wife, but then you get divorced, do you still get paid alimony? I don't now, think so. It has to be. Isn't alimony after, like, 10 years? Like, you have to be married for so long to get alimony? I think so. Unless you're, like, a famous person. Then it seems yeah, like they always get alimony. Life. Yeah. Right. The craziest alimony one that I saw was, I think, Kelly Clarkson. Her husband was getting paid alimony from her. And it was, like, 140000 a month. And then he also got to keep some ranch. But then later, she went back and, like, sold it. And it was, like, a whole big court proceeding.
1: It's ridiculous. Did you see that? Um, I saw a little bit of that. I try, I try to not pay attention to that with celebrities because it pisses me off. Because I'm like, you're getting that much a month. And like, normal people, like that's their yearly income. Like, calm down. Uh, you or will be just, just fine with no alimony. Just get a fucking jab. Right. <laughs> or two, if you got if you got expensive taste, don't make yourself mm-hmm. your ex-celebrity. Wife, husband, pay for it.
0: Like, find Hmm. your own talent and do it yourself. Yeah. That's insane. I couldn't imagine. Maybe Mm -hmm. we just need to go marry like rock stars for a couple years and then divorce them. I mean, for a while there, I was,
1: I was on to something with marrying Cole Swindell. Jesse was very okay with Uh, it.
0: I mean, why is that still not a thing?
1: Oh, because I, Went back to not liking country music. What? Yeah. What? It's just always the same shit. The same songs. The same.
0: You're country going road to see Hayes. How can you? I'm, I'm taking
1: my daughter to see Walker Hayes because she likes him. Okay. I don't even. To be honest, I don't even think she would know what his songs are unless I told her that it was him. But True. it's her first non-kid concert and I wanted to take her before she started asking if her and her friends
0: could go without us <laughs> so you swooped in there and was like I'm taking you regardless
1: well it was okay. actually Jesse's idea but yes oh I like older so country going? music no he didn't want to go he doesn't like con- like he doesn't like any concerts he doesn't he's not a concert person any concerts that we've gone to it's because I have begged and begged and begged and begged and, begged and begged.
0: How are you uh, not a concert person? Is it just the, like, people-y aspect of it, or what?
1: He's also a lot older, so I'm sure he doesn't want to be around a bunch of (laughs) 21-year-olds that are getting hammered.
0: Why are you laughing like
1: that?
0: We're not 21, and we like to
1: go to concerts. Yeah, but, like, some people our age still like to go and hang out, like, right by the the stage oh no i need a seat i think yeah i think we get to that point where like jesse's to the point in his life where he'll go to the concert but he doesn't like he wants the ac and to be comfortable not be sweating balls down by all the other crazy party animals like the last time we went to the fair here we didn't go to any of the concerts but we went to the beer garden and we were both completely fine with that because we could hear all of the music from the rear garden like yeah, i think he went to sawyer sawyer brown i don't know who that is i think it's sawyer brown a couple years ago with his parents and i didn't really know much of their music i know of them now but i don't know some concerts i'll be okay with going like um pitbull is going to be coming to nebraska like the weekly Ooh. for our trip to vegas like the day before we leave, Yo. and I really, really want to go. Like, really want to go, but we're already we going to like a concerts this year that I'm making him take me to,
0: so. I'm so irritated with all of you people in my life, because we right. going to Vegas here in a couple weeks. Joyce is going to Vegas. She just told me on June 30th, you're going to Vegas in August. Well, sometimes maybe- me over here. Sometime when there. you
1: are here, maybe we'll just find cheap tickets and we'll just up and go for the weekend. Okay, deal. I think we could probably pull that off.
0: You know what I've always wanted to do, but I've never hmm. had somebody that wanted to do it with me? Like, we have a big night out on the town, but before we go and get massages and then we go to a blow dry bar and have somebody blow dry our hair, like do a professional blowout. You want to nope. do that in Vegas? Like- Well, I mean, where else am I going to go that's, like, super fancy? Like, go and have my hair done and then go out for a nice restaurant and then go out for drinks and stuff?
1: I mean, that all sounds fun, but that sounds like something... I think your version of going out for drinks is different than my version of going out for drinks. Like, you just described, like, a relaxing, like, classy afternoon, evening, not... Let's go bar hopping and turn up
0: after a pampering day. I mean, we can do both. (laughs) Like, why can't I eat a steak with a glass of wine and then go clubbing?
1: Is that what people do in Vegas? That's what I do. Vegas just doesn't strike me as, like, classy or relaxing. It's just, like, party, nightlife 24-7.
0: See? You know, we have never really done, like, the clubs in Vegas.
1: Um, my favorite part about when I went to Vegas last time was when we went to go see Steve Aoki.
0: Yeah, see, I haven't done any of that.
1: That was a great time.
0: Because I think out of all the times I've been to Vegas, there was only one time that I was not either underage or pregnant. Well...
1: Maybe your one time of going bar hopping is probably going to be with me.
0: OK. I'm down. That sounds good to me.
1: <laughs> Mike's like, I don't know about that.
0: <laughs> he can't hear you, but he would not care. <laughs> That's when we went when I was able to drink. I got those big, like, footballs full of slushy drinks and walked mm-hmm. down the road in the middle. Heck yeah. <laughs>
1: I think when when we went, we carried shooters the whole time.
0: Yeah. We did pretty much that whole time. Yeah. See, I go for, like, the food experience. I want to go and have all the awesome different food that you can have. I
1: mean, I'm very okay with that, but at least tacos once a day.
0: Okay. (laughs) I'm down with that. Deal. So... Let me wrap this up, and then we can chit-chat more. So, uh, she's an alcoholic. She later moved to Washington to be closer to her family, who retired in Vancouver. And there, she met and married her husband, U.S. Forest Service employee, Marty Carson, in 2005. Did she have daddy problems? Not that I saw.
1: Maybe. Maybe. I wonder how her dad felt as she was arrested and escaped and then arrested and then
0: released. Well, they must have liked her to some extent still then, since uh, she moved closer to be to them after they retired. How? I bet as soon as they retired, they were
1: happy to get out of there since she kind of made a mockery of the family.
0: Well, considering they moved to Canada... Mm -hmm. Yeah, they didn't even want to stay in the same state, let alone the same country.
1: Yeah, that's unfortunate. Always got to have that one black sheep. Right.
0: So she continued to have many series and podcasts that came out about her. And the latest one came out in April 2022 uh, by Apple Podcasts and Campside Media called Run Bambi Run by Vanessa Gregoriadis. And I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm going to. And then Lawrence Bambinick died on November 20th, 2010. And she died in Portland, Oregon from liver and kidney failure, probably from the alcoholism. Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) She sounds like
1: a true um, Frank Gallagher. Right.
0: (laughs) Yeah. She was a hot mess. So... That's Miss well, Bambi in
1: Wisconsin. I was kind of hoping that it ended up being the husband, was it Fred or something? And yeah. Zest. I was kind of hoping it was them framing her just because I think that would have spiced it up a little bit. But she really didn't try hard.
0: <laughs> no. She didn't even try to cover it up. No. The fact that the gun still had blood on it, like...
1: And that huh? the wig was in her own toilet. <laughs>
0: Right. right. Like, at least oh. try to hide it a little bit.
1: Mm hmm. You just basically set up a little scavenger hunt.
0: Let me lead you right. to the next clue. <laughs> and she didn't even try to hide the stuff. Like, at least be like, oh no, it was them. Or something convincing. Not, oh, it could have been anybody else but me. Uh, solid effort there, Bambi. Yeah. So that's why I called her
1: Bambi because she didn't like it. <laughs> So, that's funny. I wonder why she didn't like it. I don't
0: know. Maybe it made her seem more innocent than she was. Oh, oh, that's that's a good one.
1: Which, She's an idiot. Yeah. I'm so annoyed that she got off even after right. she escaped. The fact that she killed someone and then escaped and then was still let go. Like, what is happening
0: to the world? I think she should have at least had to serve the other ten years of her sentence because she escaped At a minimum. Oh yeah. At a minimum. Yeah. And then maybe like add another ten years onto it because you escaped. Yeah. Like solid effort, girl.
1: But she should have been recharged with something when she escaped.
0: Yeah, I feel like if you escape you should have like that's its own criminal offense. offense. Yeah, I could not think of that word. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. God, so then you just automatically get tacked on like another 10 years. Yeah, I definitely agree. Something I mean, deter them from doing it.
1: That takes a whole another spin on a slap on your wrist.
0: A slap on what? Slap on your wrist. Oh, slap on your I heard slap on nursed. I'm like, who the hell is nursed? <laughs> No, you always hear about
1: people that do some really stupid things and then like bad, stupid things, but then just get a slap on the wrist or like in jail for like two weeks, two months and then right.
0: done. Nothing really happens to them. Yeah, that's, super that's not frustrating. fair. Not at all. No, for sure. So. Well, that
1: was a good one. No cannibalism. Only one murder. No. I mean, it sucks for her family, but
0: that was a good lighthearted one. I hadn't done any women in a while, so that was the other part of it. And when it said Christine, I was yeah, like, he really okay. had me
1: there. <laughs> I was like, "No way!"
0: If you guys don't know what we're talking about, go listen to "And That's Why We Drink."
1: Yes, shout out Chris and M. Yes, man, the day that they shout us out, woo-hoo. oh my god,
0: that would be awesome. Oh, we got our Twitter post liked by Wine and Crime. yeah yeah that was a big shocker to me this weekend i about had a heart attack i sent alicia a screenshot of it and i was like oh my god look at this (laughs) good things happening good things happening yes so if you haven't uh liked rated reviewed subscribed all the good stuff go do that for us please so that we yes please do because we are actually growing it seems whoop, whoop. You know, week by week we're getting a couple more listeners, so give us some more yeah. so we can get some sponsorships and do more stuff for you guys. And yeah, you and have, feel free
1: to email us or message us on social media and what you like and what you don't like or what we should do more of or less of. Or if you have so a we story. We talk about you want our drinking her. a lot more.
0: We'll definitely <laughs> do that. Probably mainly me, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, you're you're getting somebody off the tit i still got somebody on so (laughs) (laughs) that's true that's very true (laughs) but regardless and if you guys actually want us to start doing patreon content let us know because we have patreon we just haven't really been doing it um and we'll be in person so maybe we can start doing like true crime and watch stuff
1: yeah that would be pretty fun
0: So yeah, let us know. Awesome.
1: Well, thanks, guys. We'll talk to you later. See you next time. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. Be sure to look us up on social media. On Facebook, we are Crime2Podcast and on Instagram, Crime Squared. Also, please subscribe and review on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate all of our listeners.